Hello and welcome to Parsha Pulse, episode 32. This week's Torah portion is Baha'aloscha, and it starts off with Aaron, the high priest, who is commanded to light the lamps of the menorah in the Meshkan, the prefab temple that they had in the desert. And the tribe of Levi was initiated into the service of that sanctuary. Due to the inability of someone who is ritually impure during Passover to partake in the Passover offering, there was a petition by a group of people who, due to those reasons, weren't able to be part of the Paschal offering. And they said, why should we lose out? Why can't we have a second chance? Let's please have a second chance. And God heeded their request and gave a second chance one month after the original Passover. There's something called Pesach Katan, or Minor Passover, and that's really a uh, second chance for people who missed the opportunity of being involved with the Paschal offering on the original Passover, the regular holiday. God gives Moses the instructions for Israel's journeying and encampments in the desert, and the people journey for the first time leaving Mount Sinai, where they had actually been camped for a year. We generally think of it as like something they were there for the show and then they left, but actually they stayed right around the mountain for an entire year. The people were not happy with the bread from heaven that they were getting, the manna, and they started demanding to God, to Moses, that he supply them with meat. So even though the manna was actually had the power for people to be able to taste whatever they wanted, people wanted to actually be able to indulge in actual meat, and they started complaining. Moses appointed 70 elders to whom he imparts his spirit to assist him in the burden of governing the people because he realized that it was getting really hard. Miriam, who is the brother of Moses, speaks negatively about Moses, what we call Lashon Hara, and she is punished with leprosy. Moses prays for her healing and the entire community waits seven days for her to recover. This was uh, meant as a sign of her greatness. Um, the reason why she got this punishment was related to the fact that she was so great, so she was being judged even on something that was kind of borderline an inappropriate thing to say. And in to, in respect of her, instead of everyone leaving and her catching up, the entire Jewish people waited until she was ready to move on, and then they all moved together. And that is the summary of this week's Parsha. And now for an insight. In this week's Parsha, Moses appoints 70 people who are going to be new leaders for the Jewish people, and they're going to share the mantle of leadership with Moses. And you'd expect that these new leaders would come perhaps from nobility or from amongst the most scholarly members of the Jewish people. But instead, these 70 people have a very interesting history. Back in Egypt, when the Jewish people were slaves, the Egyptians appointed 70 people who were going to be slave masters on the Jewish people, and these were slave masters from amongst the Jewish people. And the way the system worked is that the slaves had a quota of how much they were supposed to make every day, how much they were supposed to build, etc. And these slave masters were in charge of making sure that this quota was met. And if the quota was not met, then these 70 slave masters would be beaten instead of the Jewish people. And what happened was that these slave masters again and again would take the hit for the Jewish people in order not to be driving the Jewish people as slaves, being their slave masters, they would allow the Jewish people to do whatever they can do, and they would just take it, get hit for them. And this is what made them the appropriate true leaders to the Jewish people. Their ability to care so much, to be willing to get hurt and persecuted in order to help other Jews. 
And that's really something that we should always focus on because we know that it's good to help people and it's know that it's good to care about people. But being willing to truly inconvenience ourselves and not just inconvenience ourselves, but even perhaps go through discomfort, pain in order to help people in need is a very, very strong message and very important thing for us. And we should try to remember that whenever someone asks us to do something that we don't feel like doing, we should put it in perspective and inconvenience ourselves and do what we need to in order to help other people. And with that, I'd like to wish you a great Shabbos and looking forward to next week. Bye.